0: We have a friend that has a type 1 daughter, and she would wake her up so early because she was too excited to sleep. It's time for my friend to come over. It's like, no, it's not happening for a while.
1: Welcome to the Child Whisper podcast. I'm your host, Carol Tuttle, author of the best selling parenting book, The Child Whisper. I'm with my co host, Ann Tuttle Brown. How do you honor a type 3 child's style of play where they tell people how to play when other kids don't like how bossy they are? Is this a problem?
0: For type 3s? Bossy? (laughs) Tell people how to play?
1: No. They don't. Is that a problem, having type 3s be in charge of everything? Just kidding. So today we're going to talk about how to support your different types of children in their different styles of play and how to support them to have successful play experiences.
0: The type 1 child is the fun-loving child. They're very socially connected. They have an upward, light, bright, animated nature. They would do great with lots of play and breaks from play. They connect, disconnect. And we found that as a parent of a type 1 child, the key is to initiate a lot of them with a variety of friends. You could even have two friends over so the type one child can bounce back and forth between the friends creating a variety.
1: I think too you can start once you understand the four energy types you can be discerning as a parent notice some patterns and tendencies for each type child for a type one what are you noticing as far as what other type child do they play best with and where do they have some challenges and things don't go as well as you would hope just to make note of that and support them in having more positive experiences as they grow and develop. With and the I've type noticed of that children with, that
0: with my daughter in type 3, and we'll get to that. I think another consideration to create successful play dates with a type 1 is to notice um, how far in advance you tell the child about the play date. When they're younger, maybe wait until the day of just because they'll get so excited we have a friend that has a type 1 daughter, and she would wake her up so early because she was too excited to sleep. It's time for my friend to come over. It's like, no, it's not happening for a while. But-
1: so when she was younger, she wouldn't
0: inform her until the day of. Now that she's older, she likes to have something to look forward to, which is a big deal for type 1s. You got to have that light experience to look forward to, that fun. And so a play date creates that. She's able to look forward to it in advance. and and think of the fun things that she could do with her friend. Yeah, that's a
1: great idea. Your type 2 child is your sensitive child, and they have this ability to plan the details and to look forward to something on the process of planning for it, and that's part of the experience. The planning becomes a part of the whole experience. So I would
0: say even at an early age, you could tell them about a play date that you have coming up or plans that you've got ahead with friends or an outing. And so my daughter, who's a type three, she has a couple type two friends. And when they come over to our house, they're a little bit tentative or even they've preferred to have the play day at their home. And so expect that if you have a type two child, that they may prefer to have their friends come to their house so they're familiar. Even if it's a good friend, they'll take a little bit of warming up. Also, as the parent, plan to be with them and play with them for the first 15 to 20 minutes to kind of get things going. I've noticed when my daughter, she's a type three, but if she has a type two friend come over... I'll be mindful of that, to sit down and play with them, help create that connection. Transition. And so that type two feels at ease and comfortable in our space. Mm -hmm. And then also as a type two, make sure to just check in every once in a while if it's a longer play date, offer a little snack break or just a little time of reprieve that then they can, because if it's just like go, 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 go for three hours, it may be a little bit too much. If you're taking your type two child to
1: a friend's house and they've not been there before, explain to the parent that. You're going to hang out for 15 minutes or so that you just want to support your child in becoming familiar because they'll just have a more pleasant experience by that.
0: And, and talk then, to your type 2 child about that. We yeah. recently, my daughter had a, them. had a birthday party and the mother of a type 2, her friend, came over and she said, she wants me to stay here for a few minutes. And I totally got it because I knew she was the type 2. And once she could see that it was about 10 minutes, her daughter was smiling and running around with the other girls. She said, okay, I'm going to leave now. And The daughter away. was okay with mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And let your child know that that's what you'll do. So they're not like, oh, I don't want to go. You're like, it's okay. I'll be with you. Mm-hmm. Taking this extra time and effort
1: helps you avoid a lot of unnecessary stress for parent and child. Now, a type 3 child, which the question actually prompted us to put this together, was type 3 children like to take charge. And the type 3 child that's taking charge too much, overwhelming other children, Other There can be some negatives to that. You know, nobody's kids wants to play with your type 3 child because it's just too overwhelming for them. So how do you support a type 3 child so that they are living true to their nature but they're not dominating, domineering?
0: Like I mentioned, I've noticed what types of children my type 3 daughter plays best with. She can take the charge with a type 2 child a little more readily as they appreciate that gift in the type 3s and say, okay, I'll follow your lead. She likes to play with other type threes as well, but they can butt heads more quickly. And so I've noticed that if we're having a type three playmate over, it may be a shorter play date because they'll hit their limit. Or they may need a little bit of like a separation and kind of do their own thing, even though they're both at our house playing. And she plays well with older or younger kids. And so she has that respect for kids that are older. She has She's just a more mature six-year-old, and so she can meet them at their level. And she can play up to with an eight-year-old. yeah. Mm -hmm. and if it's younger, then she can take the charge more readily. I think the younger child will look to her as an authority Mm -hmm. in the first Mm -hmm. place.
1: Great tips. Now, our type 4 child is more structured, more analytical, and more of an authority in their world to have a say, and I think that in and of itself needs to be considered even at a young age, even at age 4. When a child becomes verbally interactive, that type 4 child is old enough to have a conversation about what they have some preferences for to invite them to share their say in things
0: they don't need as many playmates; they are great solo players, type fours they can play for long periods of time by themselves, but they still will want that connection. so who do they like to play with? Maybe if it's a someone they've never met before, ask' them. they'll go and hide. our coworker Katie said she had a new friend come over to play, and she hid, and nobody knew where she was, and she got out of the play date,
1: <laughs> which was yeah because she didn't have a say in who she was playing with, so if to be successful, you want to ask your type 4 child, who do you enjoy
0: playing with? Who would you like to have a play date with? And where do you want it? Do you want it here or there? And I would say have a clear start and end time. Mm-hmm. And if it's a new friend, make it shorter. And then the next time, make it longer. But type 4 is very black and white. They're on their track. They can know, okay, play time starting here and it's ending here and not being like, is this going on forever? When can I expect this to end and get a break? And you can really maximize that time. And probably more one-on-one playdates, then several friends coming over. Going back to the main question about the type 3 child style of play and telling other kids how they want to play or being bossy or taking charge, that we like to say, how do you intervene as a parent to help create a more peaceful play experience? I wouldn't correct them
1: in front of their friends. I'd invite them to have a private conversation and find out maybe the playdate needs to end Maybe there's something going on you weren't aware of. What support can you give your child in remedying the situation? Again, helping them learn some social skills as well. This is a guest in our home, and it's an opportunity to support the child that we've invited over or children that we've had over. How can we do that more successfully? But do it privately. No one likes to have correction in front of others. It can be embarrassing, especially the more mature they are to have that parental feedback that can often feel shaming.
0: I think that's a great suggestion. Oftentimes what um, becomes the point of contention when my daughter is playing with a friend is she doesn't want to share something or she doesn't want to do what her friend wants to do. And she'll even say, well, I want to be in charge, and she wants to be in charge. And so I'll kind of come in and talk to her and pose possible solutions, have her share some. If it's a something, a play toy that's really special to her, and I'll say, well, why don't we put it away and no one plays with it today, and we get something else out, or why don't we take turns? You know, you start offering solutions of,
1: or you just choose you're going to do that because you know it's the best decision rather than right. asking them if that's the preference. You just make the parental call and say, okay, here's what we're going to do. Also, learn from it. Step back and go, okay, why was that successful? Why did that go awry? What, based on the feedback we've shared with you in today's podcast? Learn from the experience, the small corrections that can be made, so that you have more successes. And kids get tired, hungry. There's all kinds of things going on. They get, we get tired of each other as adults. And it's just part of our human nature that relationships can get stressed for various reasons, and that's true for play experiences. So you just, for the most part, you can create highly successful play experience supporting your child. And you get the benefit of teaching them some social skills, which we just did a podcast on that you can refer to because it's supportive in behavioral development and helping your child create healthy relationships in their mature, as they mature.
0: That brings us to this week's parenting practice. What can you do this week to set up successful playdates? What alterations do you need to make true to your child's type to create a successful experience? These are simple little tweaks you're
1: making as you continue to understand your child's energy type. And again, remember, each week the practice is to make small changes, and as you make them over extended periods of time, you get big outcomes from them. So just what one small thing can you alter this week that's going to set your child up to have a successful play experience and develop great social skills true to their nature?